1: Want to live that Fit Bottom life that's free of dieting today, tomorrow, and every day of your life? Take the first step by signing up for our free five day Fit Bottom Reset email course at FitBottomGirls.com forward slash email. A happier and healthier you awaits. Welcome back to the Fit Bottom Girls Podcast. This is FBG Margo, and on the line we have FBG Jen. Hello. And we have FBG Kristen. Hey, hey. And we are dropping this just after Mother's Day. So all you moms out there, I hope you had a great day. I hope you had brunch and people treated you like a queen that you deserve. So we also on the show today, we are talking with Shanna Missit Nelson. And if you <laughs> kind of recognize her name, her mom was Judy Shepherd Missit, who was the queen of Jazzercise. And I cannot believe this, you guys, but Jazzercise started 50 years ago. That is
2: what? crazy.
1: Yeah. And, and and she's just a great interview. She's super fun. And if you think you know everything there is to know about jazzercise, and I'm sure you're thinking about leotards and tights and leg warmers and all that stuff, it's nothing like that. They're they're up to date brand. Uh, but Jen, but could you still could you still
2: wear a leotard and and leg warmers if you really wanted to? That's my question. I think, I,
0: don't think I don't think they'd
2: stop it. you. Yeah. How could yeah, they? I'd <laughs> like to see them try. <laughs> Like, no,
0: I'm here to jazzercise. I'm going to do the hit new jazzercise in my leotard. (laughs) That's right. I'm bringing it back,
2: baby.
1: (laughs) And you have to have a matching headband and you have to stencil some butterflies or something on the side. Oh, I didn't know about the stenciling. Yeah. Well, that's what her brother did. Like, what she. When she first did her first TV appearance, she got on the Dinah Shore show, and her mom was so smart, always was so smart about marketing, that she showed up, she had a friend, Leotard on the side, a uh, stencil on the side, size. so just in case they didn't mention where she was from. Isn't that smart? That is so smart. Yeah. And this is also our birthday week, is it not? It
2: Ooh, <laughs> if this is. This is our birthday song. It <laughs>
1: isn't very long. That's 11, like, That's 11 years,
2: 11 years long.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. So so what have you learned in the last 11 years? Oh not gosh, answering. That's a big question.
0: <laughs> That's a big question, Margot. <laughs> How do not have what we discussed for this pre-show? I know,
1: I know. It's not the <laughs> notes. I'm sorry.
0: I'm going off script here. <laughs> no, I love it. I have to feel into that. I don't no. know. I just continue to rage against the machine.
2: I guess the diet culture machine. Yeah, I I think I've, I've learned that, you know, everybody, I guess that not everybody is going to agree with you. And if you're going to be in this, in this space, and if you're going to be pretty mission driven the way we are, you have to be okay with not everybody loving you, which is hard for me because I do really want to be liked, but I, I would rather be. I would rather be respected and at least get people listening, even if they disagree. And even if it makes them not my biggest fan, than you know, try to cater to everybody. So it's been nice to, you know, we, we started out taking a stand, like that's why the site was created. But I think that we've, we've become so much, um, so much more, so much stronger and so much more aligned with it over the last few years. I We've discussed that, I guess, in, several recent podcasts. So that's probably not coming as a shock. But I think that that's one of the cool things about this is that, you know, we have learned that, yeah, not everybody's going to agree, but boy, do we have an amazing community out there. And this podcast has been a really fantastic way to, um, to connect with more of those people and to, you know, to, to share them with our community, um, with our listeners, and then also to kind of get to know a little bit more about what, what makes them tick, because we've all got our own origin story, right? Yeah, we do.
0: I think just the evolution of everything, if you look back from where things started 11 years ago to where they are, you know, it's cool to see a lot of changes that have been made. And then it's also, you know, humbling in a lot of ways to just continue to be a part of the landscape as it shifts and changes. And the way people consume information is different, you know, has definitely always kept us and being challenged and just like this, talking. (laughs) Not alive, off the cuff, you know, was not something I think that we, that we thought would happen 11 years ago, but Hey, here we are. So it's pretty cool. So what we normally do, in case you're not familiar with our birthday week, every single year during our birthday, we we kind of blow it out on the side a little bit. <laughs> so there are giveaways. We do a bunch of different awards um, for the best products that we've tried in each of our categories. So that includes um, Fit Bottom Girls is the Fitties. Fit Bottom Eats is the Noshies. Fit Bottom Zen is the Zenies and fitbottom mamas is the mommies you can see maybe a pattern in the naming of the awards there
1: but those are, are always
0: covered. yeah right <laughs> but those are always really really fun and then we um, always kind of sprinkle in some other posts that are like the most read and it's just a really really fun time so definitely go to fitbottomgirls.com and check that out this week and um, make sure you're also following us on you know all the social channels but specifically instagram at at girl because because we will every time like a giveaway goes up we'll be we'll be posting and sharing and it's it's the kind of good stuff that like you do not want to miss we do typically a giveaway every single day for sure
2: and let me also say that everyone can be a winner because if even if you enter a giveaway and you don't happen to win that giveaway if you leave us a review and hit us up on social media you guys, we've got stickers to give away, and they're great. I'm looking at them now. They're very, very pretty. And so if, you, you know, if you're a fan, whether you're new or old, whether you've been here for 11 years or you just popped in 11 seconds ago, um, if you're digging us, we dig you, and we would love to hook you up with a sticker. So leave us a review. Shoot us an email at podcast at fitbottomedgirls.com with an address where we can ship you a sticker or two, and we'll get you hooked up.
1: So, yay, winners. Everybody's a winner today. That's right. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go right into our interview today, and it's with Shanna Missit Nelson from Jazzercise. Everybody, use your jazz hands as we go out. I always do. (laughs) Reset your mind, body, and soul to be a little bit more fit-bottomed in our free five-day Fit Bottom Reset email course. Sign up at fitbottomgirls.com forward slash email now. Shanna Missit Nelson is president of Jazzercise, managing the strategic direction of both the business and apparel side of Jazzercise while heading up the corporate management team. Shanna is also a 30 plus year veteran instructor who teaches three times per week at minimum, plus creates brand choreography and manages Jazzercise Inc.'s two corporately owned fitness centers. At the end of a Jazzercise-filled day of teaching and leading and co-creating, there is no place Shanna would rather be than with her two daughters and their dad. And fun fact, Shanna is also a Crock-Pot master. Welcome to the show, Shanna.
3: Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
1: We're very excited to have you on the show today. This is FBG Margo, and on the line today, we have FBG Jen. Oh. So, Shanna... Your mom created a sensation with Jazzer Size. I grew up watching her all over the TV talk shows in the '80s. <laughs> yes, yes. What are your earliest memories of Jazzer Size?
3: Oh my gosh! Well, you know I've said this before, but I really, I really thought for such a long time that everybody's mom put on um, leotards and tights because back in that <laughs> time, it was leotards and tights. And ran out the door and taught several classes a day. Like, I just thought everyone's mom did that. So I, I really think I was pretty old before I was like, Oh, hey, not everybody's mom is doing the same thing. And, you know, I think my earliest memory is just sitting in the classes my mom would teach and I would sit there by myself and, you know, color or play with toys or whatever. And that was just my life. My life was always around dance and movement. And you know, what would be fitness, because that was there was no fitness industry back when my mom started what would end up to be jazzercise. So Um, I always tell my daughters, I have two daughters that are 16 and 13, and when they were younger and they had to go to the babysitting room at Jazzercise at our studios and they would complain, I would be like, you know, I had to sit in the corner by myself with no TV and no babysitting room, so get in there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just been my whole life, and I'm I'm so happy and grateful because it's just been an amazing world of amazing supportive women my whole life from from Jazzercise, so it's been fun.
0: That's so cool. And you know, I think some people who maybe haven't been into a jazzercise studio recently may still Mm -hmm. have kind of outdated idea of what jazzercise is. Can you talk about for now and and what it is today?
3: Yeah, sure. I, yes. Uh, Jazzercise has been around, this is our 50th year actually, which in the fitness industry, I don't know if there's anybody as old as we are. (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's definitely can be a liability and asset for us. So, Jazzercise is a dance fitness program. It's an aerobic program. That's how we started out, and that's really who we are. We still are definitely based in dance. However, we have evolved because I don't think we would still be around today if we had not evolved and changed. So not only do we still offer our dance fitness component, but we have all kinds of different workouts from our original, we call it dance mix, which is mostly cardio. We'll, every single one of our formats, though, does include a strength training component. So we have um, a core class. We have an interval fusion class. We have a flip fusion class. We've got strength classes. So we have evolved as fitness has evolved over the years to include all of these different components. So we have classes that are going to be you know, more dance, that, we're, that are going to be more strength-based, that are going to be hit based So we really kind of offer all kinds of um Classes to really suit you know the needs of today's customer.
1: So what's it like to run a band? Excuse me, a brand in the 21st century. You know, taking over from how your mother used to run it in the age of mm-hmm. social media. So how is it different for yeah. you? Oh, it's so
3: different. And I feel like you know I've worked for Jazzercise for a long time, and so I feel like I've kind of been in both eras a little bit. Fitness has just changed so much. First of all, and you know there's just so many more choices for customers. And customers, I also think, are, are um, a lot more discerning now. Even in the last few years, I feel like the expectations have changed so much for, from the customer perspective. But definitely, you know, in the last five years, the shift from traditional advertising, you know, with your print and your newspaper and your magazines and that kind of advertising that you know, we knew how to do it, how to place it, how it would work, when to, when to put your ads in to now social where it's so different and where customers are looking for the experience and not just necessarily the nuts and bolts of your business is very, very um, challenging. It's fun and exciting, but to, to be in business where you've had to shift from one to another definitely has been a challenge for us. And I think we're still finding our way. And also I think with Jazzer size. Because so many of our franchisees and customers stay with us for a long time, as a franchise, or educating franchisees on how that shift needs to happen and what they need to do can be a challenge in itself. Also, so we kind of feel like, from the corporate perspective, we have two customers: we have our franchisees who are customers, and then we have our actual, you know, customers members that you know belong to our Jazzercise studios and facilities. So um, balancing all of it has it's been good, but I'm not going to lie and say it hasn't been hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you, I guess with so many different, gosh, I feel like there's trends in fitness and there's trends on the marketing side
3: mm-hmm. and then trends
0: in business. Like how do you, how do you and your team like prioritize, figure out, let's try this, see what works. What's that process like?
3: Yeah, that is a really good question that I wish I could tell you. I knew the answer, but uh, <laughs> like, please. Your <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. Well, you know, I do think, some of our things for Jazzercise that really are core values and really our company culture have remained the same for us, and we're very set in, the, in that culture. So that is helpful. I think as a business, when you know that you know, who you are, then it's easier when you've got to make some changes and funnel things out in a different perspective in a different way. So who we are as a, as a brand and who we are as a company and that culture is very set. So then we've just got to figure out how do we communicate that in today's marketplace. So we've tried uh, different ways, but I think we've kind of now figured out that you've got to not only share images, but share video. You've got to you know, talk to, get, especially today's woman, very different than today's woman, gosh, even two years ago, right? And what she wants to hear and what she wants to know. So it, I think for us being true to our, our business and who we are has really helped us to be able to communicate that more clearly and kind of taking it back to our roots, so to speak. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but Mm -hmm. um, that's what we've had to do. And then also just realizing that we are a brand that's been around for a long time. And so we not only have to communicate who we are, but also shift some perspective. We're definitely associated with an era, the eighties. And so younger people today may not even know who we are or just have this, you know, image of what we look like, based on maybe watching the Goldbergs. Now, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, that challenge, too. So you've got to, your communication is just always going to be different and, and varied. But I think helping to know who you are, and really what your core values are as a company, then makes it a little bit easier. That was a really long answer, but nope. I hope it helped. <laughs>
1: but I think it kind of dovetails into my question because I want to talk about your mom a bit because she's a mm-hmm. bit of a badass. I mean, she is a pioneer <laughs> and she was the first to develop industry teaching standards. She developed a specific yes. program to train and certify instructors. Mm-hmm. Like, what was her, where is she, where did she come from? What inspired her? <laughs> what did you learn from your mom? I mean, she's incredible. Oh.
3: Gosh, so much. My mom grew up in a little tiny town in Iowa called Red Oak, Iowa. It's outside of Omaha, but like, you know, the town square, little teeny town. And she just, my, my grandmother put her in dance because she was pigeon-toed. And the doctor said, this will be good for her to learn to turn out. And she always says that the second she stepped into that dance class, it was like she'd come home. She was just a naturally gifted dancer and extremely flexible. So she as her dancing continued and progressed and she got better and better and better, she ended up being a pro- professional by the time she was in college and touring and all different kinds of shows. So dance has just always been in her. And um, when she, my both my parents went to Northwestern and when she was at Northwestern, the studio that she was, the company she was dancing for, uh, she was teaching classes and she was noticing that a lot of women were coming through her classes and, Not staying, right? Because they were coming in because they wanted to lose some weight for a class reunion, or and I'm talking this is like the 60s, okay? Mm -hmm. So you know uh, they had a wedding, and so they weren't in there to be a technical train, technically trained dancer. So they would come in and they would leave because it was all about correction. If you've ever taken dance classes, you know you, you have to do it right. So my mom just had this idea. She's like, you know, what if I take them downstairs? I turn them away from the mirror. And I base it in what I know, movement wise, dance wise, hence the jazz and jazzercise. And then, um, but I'll give them positive reinforcement instead of correcting them. And she said the first class she had 15 and the second class she had 30 and then she had 60 in the class and it was max, like there was no more room. So my parents decided to move to California after nine winters in Chicago. (laughs) And so they moved to California and my mom just continued to teach what would end up to be jazzercise here. And it just grew more and more popular where she was at one point teaching like 25 classes a week. And by the end of the week, she couldn't talk at all because I was before microphones or anything. Oh my God. Now, there's no headset mics. I remember my mom coming home and she was trying all different kinds of mics, like even like a handheld big mic like tied around her neck with a rope. and then she got like the all this bruising on her chest because it was balancing as she was dancing. And so yeah, it was just a crazy time. And so she just really, um my mom is so smart, and she's so when things happened, she always talks about this like cute, you, you get cues and messages along the way with your business. And if you listen to them, and take action it can be super helpful and help to make you successful so one of the things is she got on um she kept going up to the dinosaur show was on i don't know if you guys I've even heard of that it. show <laughs> okay yeah so it was like like you know the talk show it was like ellen back in the day and so um uh, she kept going up there and saying hey you know i've got this this Program um, that I'm teaching and it's really popular. Can I be on your show? Can I be on your show? And they were always saying no. I mean, she literally was just like walking up to the TV studios and say, knocking on the door. And so finally, somebody said yes, and she was like, Oh my gosh! Well, if I go on there, I better, on my leotard, put jazzercise size like silk screen it down the uh, side so people know in case they don't say the word Jazzer size. And so she did, and now we have a whole app- apparel division of our company, hence from that moment. So it's little things like that, that just she was really smart about um, along the way. And I'm my mom's 75. And she still teaches she still does choreography. She does not look like she's 75 at all. And she really is. She's a testament to moving your body wh- is the fountain of youth. Like if you're looking for it, just you just got to move. That's really what it is. So yeah, she's, and she loves what she does. And when you're passionate about what you do, I think, um, it just makes it so much easier to do. Right.
0: Uh, for sure. That's so cool. So how did you then, you know, come into the business besides just, you know, seeing it and living it, um, and then kind of take over and then I guess, you know, is your style similar to your mom's different? How, how's that work?
3: Well, i I accidentally, I think, fell into the business. I went to University of Arizona for college. And so when I was there, I was going to Jazzercise because I needed to definitely uh, keep myself in shape during college. And the Jazzercise manager that was there at the time kept saying to me, you know, are you going to teach? And I was like, teach? That's like crazy talk. I just, I never, ever even thought about it. Never really realized Jazzercise was a business for a long, long time either, and so, um, finally she just said, well, I signed you up for the training. And I was like, what? Okay. I'm not going to tell my mom. I'm not going to tell anybody because if, if I don't pass, that will be so embarrassing. So I kept it a secret and I went to the training and I ended up passing thankfully. And I had to call my mom. She was in Europe working and I called her and I said, mom, mom. Yeah. I woke her up. It was like four in the morning, wherever she was. And I said, you know, I I just became an instructor. And she's like, an instructor of what? And I thought, oh, just burst my bubble. I was so excited. Now (laughs) you you don't even know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I'm like, Jazzercise. And she's like, what? So that kind of started my career. So I just subbed classes while I was in college. And then I had a really great opportunity. Um, We licensed Jazzercise in Japan like 35 years ago. And so They asked if I would come over and work for a year in Japan. So I took a year off of college and I went there and then I came back and then I just was continuing to work after I finished college, um, just came into the business. And, you know, people always ask me if there was a grand master plan, like my mom and I sat down and had this conversation, you know, the serious talk about me and the business and her and anybody who knows my mom knows that that she does not plan like that. So, uh, there was never that conversation. There was never any pressure, There was never any, you need to do this, or are you going to do it? Um, And I'm really grateful for that because then I just feel like it organically happened the way that it should have. And so that's how I fell into the business. And to answer your question about my mom and I and differences, and we're extremely different people, very, very different. um, Oddly enough, my mom's kind of an introvert and very shy. I kind of think of her as like, you know, how Beyonce has her Sasha Fierce uh, persona. My mom has her stage persona, which is super different than her, her personal self, where I'm definitely more outgoing and more talkative. My daughters tell me that all the time. And so our styles are very different. And I really like different parts of the business than my mom does. And so I think that's why it's worked well for us over all of these years. Not that we haven't had our issues and didn't and don't clash or we are mother and daughter. So of course that's going to happen. I always laugh when people ask me, do you fight? I'm like, do you fight with your mom? Of course. (laughs) right? (laughs) I'm like, yes. (laughs) And a lot of my family works in the business and has worked. I have two cousins that also work in the business. My aunt was my mom's assistant for over 30 years before she retired. So I'm fortunate to have really great family members that also wanted to be part of it. So it's really fun. It's been, it's I'm just, like I said, I, I feel so grateful for the life that I've been given through this business and it, there's just more to come. So it's good.
1: Well, after 50 years of Jazzercise, it, it must mm-hmm. have changed a lot of lives. I mean, do you have any cool stories you can share with us? Oh, gosh. You
3: know, there's so many. Um, right, I'm there's sure. just so many women. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I can share just one, but I actually have you know, personal customers that have gone through all different kinds of things from things like divorce to cancer to everything where jazzercise has just been, you know, I've said this prior talking to others that jazzercise has had been a community before like community was cool. And now is a thing. And I think that is also part of why we've been able to be successful and have the longevity in the fitness industry that we've had is that You know, my mom's mission was always to give people who who maybe either weren't naturally movers or been uh, fortunate enough to be able to pay for movement, to be able to feel how movement can improve your life and improve your health. And that was even, you know, at the beginning, she just wanted people who were non dancers to to feel like a dancer. Right. That and, and how amazing that can feel and what it can do for you. And so I think because that's who we have been and continue to be, we've been able to pull in people in the world that maybe would never grab would never go to a gym just because it's too intimidating for them. We're a very non-threatening, non-intimidating environment that, you know, you'll have in a jazzercise class, you can have somebody that's in their twenties and someone that's in their seventies and they can be cool with each other, which not all programs are like that. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, that's why people stay with us and have been with us through all of the good times and the bad times. One of my customers recently said to me, She's like, this place saved me. And she had gone through breast cancer. And so to know that she could go, why she was losing her hair and why she was going through all of her treatments and just have people welcome her and accept her and, you know, not say anything, just be like, Hey, you know, how are you today? There's just countless. There's so many, so many great stories. And I really, my hats off to our franchisees that they through, you know, our connection with corporate and their connection that they treat their customers the way that my mom really envisioned and wanted everybody to to be treated 50 years ago. So that's why I think we've been able to be around so long.
0: So with that, you know, Mm -hmm. diverse community and maybe needs, um, yes, fitness levels and backgrounds and everything. So how do you, how do you choreograph for that? How do you create programming for that? What is your, yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. You know, I think the thing that is really different and it's probably hard unless you can actually see it is that really, we definitely choreograph things so that it's, it's, uh, easy to follow, but yet you're going to be a little challenged at the same time. Right. So We want people to feel successful because, I mean, as you guys know, if you walk into any sort of fitness class and at the end of it, you don't feel like you've been successful, your chances of going back are going to be really slim, right? Nobody wants to feel like they've got two left feet. So we, our instructors really are trained on how to give different modifications and and show all the time how to, you know, make it less intense, make it more intense. You really can, and I, I also think that sometimes in the industry, people don't give their customers or members a chance, like you'd be amazed at what people can do. I, I have a really diverse class and they, you know, give, when you give them the right queuing and you give them the right modifications, and then also, also tell them like, you can do this and give them the belief in themselves. They can do a lot of things. So um, we've just always kind of choreographed things that are simple and fun, easy to follow, yet there's going to be that challenge. And we really train our instructors well on how to put together their classes so that that those challenges are there, but then that success is there as well at the same time. We do new choreography every 10 weeks. So every 10 weeks, we send out um, to our franchisees about 30 new routines that they then can implement and integrate into their classes. So Uh, the longer you've taught obviously the bigger the library you're going to have but it's always new and fresh and changing and so I also think that's another reason why people decide to stay with us for such a long time
1: so what are your favorite classes to teach and and my second question if I follow up is Mm -hmm. what's your current favorite song to dance to right now
3: oh gosh okay so my favorite formats that we have are interval fusion, which is a HIT training. So it's a really good mix of cardio and um, strength alternating. So it's like you do routine strength or cardio, strength, cardio alternating because it is so flipping hard, but so fun at the same time. And then we have another class called flip fusion, which is heavy on the strength with little tiny bursts of cardio. Which I really love. I really love strength training. Um, it's funny because I'm a dancer by nature, but as I've gotten older, what I really enjoy strength training, what it does to your body and also how it feels, and just to feel strong, I really like that feeling. <laughs> so, and then as far as the song, that is such a hard one for me because I feel <laughs> like every day it's different and changing. And I, I know I have instructors that ask me that all the time. Like, what you know, what is your favorite song? And it's hard. That's a hard one. I don't know if I can come up with one. Okay. I'm gonna have to think on that. That's fine. <laughs> if it comes to you later, you can just interrupt any point. Like,
0: this is yes. it. So how do you do? How do you do music? There is that. Uh, is that at the the franchise level or the instructor level, or is that do you guys pick that out?
3: We pick the songs, and so we pick our songs, and then we'll have specific movements that are choreographed to that song. So we call them routines. So we then send those out to our franchisees and that's how they learn their choreography. So no matter where you go, so whatever the song is, that choreography would be the same if you're here in Carlsbad or if you're in Rome, Italy, or if you're in Chicago, that will be the same routine. So that also is nice for customers that that consistency, you know, when familiarity is there throughout um, wherever you take Jazzercise.
1: You are a self-described crock pot master. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What are your favorite recipes? What do you like to cook these days? Oh my gosh.
3: Well, I, I, I don't even, I shouldn't call myself a master. I have. A really busy life and two daughters that dance a ton and they are never home, (laughs) so I had to figure out a way to feed them without me being there because I'm a working mom. So I started using my crock pot years and years ago, and I am so simple. I I, it's an embarrassing recipe, but I literally just like well take chicken, pour some barbecue sauce, add a little water, and cook that, and there's your barbecue chicken. Or you know sprinkle uh, some taco seasoning on chicken, and there's your chicken tacos. So I. I'm far from a master, but I can feed them (laughs) (laughs) making it work, (laughs) making it work. Exactly. So what does a typical
0: day look like for you?
3: Well, my typical days are three times a week. I teach. So Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I teach. And then our two of our corporate studios, we own two that are here close to, um, Carlsbad, where I live and our corporate offices are. So I teach in one and then I come into the office after my class. And then I'm usually here until like four or five o'clock. Then I go home and I call it my second shift, which would be my uh, lovely family. And my oldest daughter recently got her license. So that has been just the best thing ever. Everyone was like, "Oh, you'll be so scared," and I was not scared. I was just elated that she could drive herself to the dance studio. <laughs> right. So, I it's just so freeing. So, uh, and for her too. So, and then I go home and I'm with my kids. My youngest daughter also dances um, competitively, so they're just back and forth, back and forth. So it's you know homework and tutors and dancing. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays I don't teach, so those are my longer days than the office when I can get stuff done. I tend to work on the weekends, like on choreography and not at, at work. Um, for some reason, I feel like creatively I'm in a better space when I'm at home and not interrupted. So it's busy, but it's really good.
1: How long does it take you to come up with a routine usually?
3: You know, it'll just depend upon the song. Sometimes it's like immediate, I can just see it. And then sometimes I have to work a little bit harder. You know it all depends on music selection and that can really vary during the times of the year. Like, you know, a lot of times like Christmas time and January can be hard because artists aren't typically releasing stuff or working as much at that time. So sometimes, you know, might not be a song that I love, but it's necessary. So those can take longer.
0: (laughs) And do your daughters, since they are, you know, very much into dancing, do they have input for you on,
3: on those, (laughs) on all that? You know what I've, I was, Recently, telling someone, I'm like, I love that they dance, but then I also hate it because I have the two biggest critics now living in my house and it's super annoying. They'll be like, Mom, you're not finishing count four. You know, uh, I'm like, thank you so much for that uh, feedback. I'm really appreciating it right now. Um, so, yes, they always have feedback for me and always are suggesting things. And just when I think I'm super cool and hip and I'm like, Oh my gosh, have you heard this new song? And one of them will be like, That's not new. So, Ah, it keeps you humble. Oh <laughs> teenagers keeps you grounded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's great. It's, I, you know, I, they, I think just fell into dance. It was one of those things when they were little, I was like, do you want to play soccer? Do you, what do you want to do? And I think they just really thought everybody, like I did, danced around. So they're like, oh, well, this is what we do. So it's, it's fun. I mean, I love it. I love that they do something that I like to do as well. Um. So we'll see where it goes. Got some like wicked family dance parties then.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, we do. Exactly. <laughs> so can you tell our listeners where they can find you online and on social media?
3: Sure. Yes. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm just Shanna Missit Nelson. And, um, and then also on Instagram, um, Shanna underscore Jazzercise and on Twitter, just Shannon Nelson. I should have them all the same. That's a lot of different names, but um, yes, I'm I'm on social and would love to hear from anybody about their Jazzercise experiences. And yeah, that's where
1: I am. Okay, so we do have one more question for you, and I don't know if you're going to like it or not, based on your reply okay, before. But okay, this is what we ask everybody: What was the last song you listened to before you did this podcast interview? What
3: was the last song
1: I listened to.
3: I think it was called, uh, woke up late, woke up late, which I did not wake up late, but, uh, yes, woke up late. Cause I'm getting ready. We have a big, uh, franchisee conference in Charlotte this weekend. And so I was getting ready to, um, go over the class that I have to teach when I'm there.
1: <laughs> w- wake up late. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Thank <laughs> you so much for being on the show today. It was, it was a pleasure you. to have you.
3: Oh, thank you so much. I really, I had fun talking with you guys. Thanks for having me.